What? <laughs> what? Sit there. What is, what is that? It's a Ouija board. No, it's not. You're not allowed to have one of those. It's fake. There's it's a, a product. It's no, fine. There's a Ouija, a Ouija plate. <laughs> We've got a Ouija plate. Dude, it's a dish from Spirit. It's it fine. <laughs> Do you want me to get you a little planchette? No, it's up there. They're oh, close to each oh other. shit, man! Yeah. We can just connect the dots. That's how it's gonna happen. That's how we're gonna summon the demons. Stop it! it only <laughs> it's gonna fall onto it only the table. If you believe, <laughs> everybody, put your hands together. No. All right, now this is for you. Okay. <laughs> Give me the power. I beg of you. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Destroy the Brain podcast. I'm Andy Treffenbach. I'm Niles Maddox. Patrick Orkin. And on this episode, uh, we kind of ditched the COVID-19, heroes of COVID-19 theme, uh, because we kind of, I think Dr. Giggles is what really did it. There's no way to really stream Dr. Giggles for free, and we think the best thing that we can do during this quarantine, if we're going to do a podcast, is maybe make some recommendations of films that you definitely should check out. Media is huge right now, so there's probably a lot of stuff that you might be on the fence on, so maybe we can sway you on, the diff- uh, on either side of that fence, I guess. What we will do is, in the show notes, we will have titles of all the movies that we're talking about. And if you click in the show notes, whether you're on Apple or I use Pocket Cast for Android, if you click on it, it's going to take you to the Just Watch website for that title, and it will show you every platform that streams this movie. So uh, I, I would say just do it that way if you uh, find a title that strikes your fancy. Anyway, uh, I do miss everybody. I don't know about you guys. Do you miss everybody? I miss everybody. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah uh, our past couple of horror trivia nights have been canceled. We haven't had Late Night Grindhouse since February. Kind of a bummer. Um, and it's really wearing on me, I think, because October's coming up. It's not too far away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already doing Halloween shopping. I mean, I think a lot of uh, what we're doing right now is pre-planning for, like, what can we do and you know, feel safe, but yet still take advantage of yeah. what we like to take advantage of, which mm. is you know our month. Basically, we get the one month that we've always kind of. I'll, what we can assure everybody is, you know, as challenging as it may be, Halloween ain't canceled. <laughs> Ooh. we're gonna find ways. I don't think it's gonna to be. look. We have to wear a mask. Well, Halloween, you just can't do makeup, bro. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, can't crow it this year. <laughs> no. Also, uh, just to let everybody know on the technical thing, um, we're not recording downstairs in the studio. We're actually just recording in the living room. It's a little more casual. And uh, as such, you might hear some noises from my dogs or plumbing or my ice machine, maybe. I don't know. Your ice machine makes scary yeah. noises. So don't- That's a true story. <laughs> or Alexa. Yeah, don't, don't start it. Uh, so yeah, um, don't freak out if you hear some stuff. Apologies if it's a big bother. So we're going to go ahead and we just got like a a good batch of films that are totally streamable uh, for free. And well, unless 
we're going to talk about this new film that came out because I think you were saying it's kind of like the highlight of the quarantine watching. I feel like, yeah, I mean, the, the first big movie I feel was the, uh, Invisible Man um, for sure, because I know that was like the first one that was released on demand that like everybody was just blown away with. But I honestly think that Host has kind of taken that spot, especially since it was shot in a like quarantine. Yeah, setting. it was shot during quarantine. So it's like, okay, you kind of claim the number one horror flick right now. And this is available on Shutter, so yeah. you will need a membership. Also, if you're not aware, Shutter's like going up in price from four ninety nine to five ninety nine. But they still offer a trial. Yeah. And I would say if you're going to use the trial, this would be the movie to try it on. I mean, it's got, yeah, for sure. They obviously have, I'm not trying to sell shutter here, but I mean, they have a back catalog of good stuff um, that you can get through in seven days. Probably <laughs> <laughs> really um, sounds yeah. like you talked from experience. No, no. <laughs> I had my subscription for, I did cancel it for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I felt like I got through most of what they had. And then they started releasing some newer stuff like host and I'm just been like, Oh, okay, well I got to start it up again. Or Anyways, just come over to my right. house. <laughs> so, host, amazing film, shot, uh, and by amazing, it's really just the sheer like goal of these people to like let's really try to make a serious film while all being trapped inside a house. Yeah, and it, I, I think it it's pulled off pretty well. It's natural. Yeah, it, like it's naturally like they they really take advantage of every little and like incident that you would go through just doing a zoom meeting with some friends and just it feels very natural the whole thing doesn't feel like a, a script it, and, and it's non-stop as well so i think it's an easy watch it's only an hour less than an hour 56 minutes i think um so yeah there really is no excuse not to watch it but uh, you know if you're not a fan of supernatural like if you know Paranormal activity doesn't isn't your thing because you can't see anything. It's not scary. Do we want to tell people what the loose synopsis is? I mean, yeah. Okay. Sure. So it's just a whole bunch of friends getting together on Zoom or yeah. a Zoom like meeting thing. Sure. Because I'm sure they don't want to get sued. Uh and they decide they come up with the great plan of including the psychic who is gonna help them perform a seance. Yeah. Well, they're all stuck at home. They haven't seen well, each other. Let, yeah, they're let's bored. Let's do a group activity. What can we do? And, and I guess this medium decides that you could... Cap it's capable to... You're, you're able to actually do a full seance just disattached, basically. Right. So she had some new rules for kind of the... Like, basically, if you're doing this and we're not actually holding hands, you're going to have to imagine, like, disconnecting yourself from each other if we want to get out of this. There's all kinds of different little rules that yeah. I feel like she was just kind of going along making up. So I don't know if it really was safe well, in the first. But I mean, she she was seemed like she had the best intentions, it, but I don't yeah, know if yeah. that's... I still don't know if it was safe. I think it's a very effective movie, especially for coming up with it in such a short amount of time. Or maybe, you know, the one idea that I had was maybe they had an idea to do a screen capture, kind of like a Unfriended and ser yeah. Searching where like oh we're gonna do the seance version of it and then they just worked in the quarantine and it like almost like worked for like their benefit. yeah yeah exactly and because i'm telling you every little inch of like a zoom meeting or like just what we've been doing as people that are quarantined it's comes into play with this life you know wearing masks yeah it's just funny because you don't see a lot of media that is so relevant right yeah. to right now and it, it, we could relate to it too because i mean we've 
done our own Zoom yeah. hangouts. And oh, stuff, absolutely. So yeah, that's how we recorded the past yeah. couple of podcasts. Yeah. But I thought it was really effective too, and it actually did scare me. Oh, it scared the absolute. <laughs> like, I did want to watch it on the laptop for the first time, but. Uh, I'm glad I, we didn't though. Well, yeah, I mean, I know you wanted to watch it, That's, so I was like, okay, were, well, we're not going to huddle yeah. over a laptop, so. <laughs> but yeah, the sounds were very important. So if you do decide to kind of take that route and watch it on a laptop, make sure you just uh, uh, watch headphones. it with headphones. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I think that would have been terrifying. We got uh, some of the trailers of the movies that we're talking about uh, on in the living room, and uh, Clint Howard showed up in one of them. Oh, so he's my hero. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure Patrick I'd be friends. I'd, I'd drink a beer with Clint Howard. I feel like that'd be a good old time. Yeah. Rock and roll. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically the, the friends get together, um, and then obviously things go wrong, as they tend to do in a seance. It happens. I've seen it in a movie before. <laughs> but uh, this one's a little different. It's a very, uh, I would say it's a very aggressive um, there's there's a lot of jump scares in this movie. Yeah, it, I, I, <laughs> I feel fast. like all it's the fast. scares are handled so well. Yeah, it, it is a short film too. I mean, that could be to your benefit. It's what fifty fifty six minutes. minutes, and but like the character development, they you have oh, yeah. character development, which yeah. is weird because it's so short. But like you know these characters. I've seen it twice now, and I definitely know them. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, it's effective for what no, it's, it is. It's totally solid. It doesn't, it cuts to the chase. There's not a lot of filler. Um, and I think it's better for that. And yeah. I, I think also because of the short um, runtime that more people will hopefully check it out. But again, you have to have Shutter, shutter to watch it at, at this point. It might come on demand somehow. Yeah. It accomplishes a lot for such a short time, and which is kind of surprising. But, uh, because you could see how any other studio could have put that movie and made it into a two oh yeah for movie sure or something. But I, I think that I actually think it's better than uh, either of the Unfriended movies. Uh, hmm. And I, I checked. It's, it's you know still, I kind of I, I could I could agree with that. Yeah, because I wasn't the hugest fan of Dark Web. Yeah, I, I liked the first one. I thought it was effective. It's uh, but did you see Searching? Yeah, I like Searching a lot. Yeah, Searching was good. I've not but, seen that. It's, yeah, it's solid. I, I checked. It's a cyber horror. I guess that's what this is. Yeah, is considered. so it, well, it, what's funny about it is Unfriended, uh, both Unfriended's and Searching were produced by the guy who directed Wanted. Oh, I can okay. never produ- pronounce his name, so apologies. Yeah. The guy with the bending bullets. Yeah, Timber Beketoff, I think something like that. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean he he just kind of like came out of nowhere and was like, "Yeah, I'm not directing anything. This is what I'm doing. I'm producing these kind of cyber screen capture horror movies." So, um I don't know if House had that kind of in mind to fall in with that and maybe do like a quick movie to put on demand or something, but Right. Um yeah, I mean if they didn't have it pre-planned before the quarantine Kudos to them for just thinking on their feet because everybody else was losing their shit. So yeah, I feel like yeah, they used it was almost it was a, I feel like it was a better film for the situation, yeah. probably and if they yeah. had written it. Prior. I checked and it's still at a hundred percent. which is so nuts. yeah. My suggestion if if you need something new, fresh, um, different, uh, but definitely if you want a a nice super supernatural horror. To, to scare the crap out of you before bed. Yeah, watch it. It's a good, good call. Cool. Um, Patrick, do you want to go ahead and go next? With, yeah. uh, like, I think, uh, Ninth Configuration? Yeah, so 
I watched The Ninth Configuration, um, which is available on Amazon Prime. It's uh, it's di- written and directed by William Peter Blatty, known for The Exorcist. He wrote the novel The Exorcist, but he didn't direct it, so this is his first time actually directing a film. Um, and it's sort of a quasi-spinoff of The Exorcist, which makes it really interesting, even though it's not exactly a horror movie, but it's something that anybody who's a fan of that film should check out because I, I think it's great. It really carries that th- a lot of the themes that William Peter Blatty writes about, like even through the first Exorcist movie to the ninth configuration to the Exorcist three, I think I read somewhere that he kind of considers that his trilogy in a way. Yeah, I could see that. And even though, you know, that one's so different from the two Exorcist movies, but uh, what connects it though is, uh, so in the first Exorcist, there's the astronaut at Chris McNeil's party, and uh, when Reagan comes downstairs and she says, "You're gonna die up there," and uh-huh. that's the part where she pees on the floor, and oh yeah, everybody's all freaked out. Yeah. So this basically follows what happened after that. Uh, so basically, he was, uh, you know, getting ready to launch into space. He had a nervous breakdown, and I had no idea when yeah, I was watching that. Yeah, That's, yeah, that guy was a guest at the party. No, yeah. So he was that a different actor, of course, because it's Scott, but it's the same Scott character Wilson in this. But Get out. yeah, it's the same character. That's so. That's the big connection. Between that's the two wild, films, man. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So he maybe I you know I mean he has this whole crisis of faith, and you could connect the dots and say, oh, maybe part of it goes back to what Reagan said, but he has this mental breakdown before he goes off into space. He gets dragged from the shuttle and he gets put into this, basically this insane asylum for, uh, people you know, it's funny. It's and like, it's, it's like, an, it's not really an insane cause because they're I mean, military, not, but because it's, they're military and they can't explain what's going on. I feel like they're treating it as like a special, like ops, like these guys need to be held away. Cause we don't know what's wrong with them. Like it's in a castle, oh, which yeah. is really a cool setting that they do it in, in Northwest. But, right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's cool because, um, I mean, there's a, it has a great cast and I really, really like Scott Wilson in the movie. Uh, Jason Miller shows up as a different character, so but that's another cool. Yeah, that, that's the only confusing I thing, I think, when when you're tying in characters from The Exorcist, then why are we having familiar actors play different characters? Yeah, you know, but, that that was the only throw off when uh, because I heard about the Exorcist connection, but that's what threw me off. I'm like, oh, maybe I heard it wrong. Yeah, but you watched this more recently than I have. Yeah. And it, it's interesting, too, because he, he originally asked Freakin to direct this movie, and mm-hmm. I guess he turned it down for whatever reason. Oh, really? But, okay. Uh, but, yeah, not only that, but Tom Atkins is in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got uh, my my boy, Joe Spinell. Joe Spinell's in it. He's in it. My wife, um, she's over there talking about Ed him Ed Flanders somewhere. from Exorcist 3 yep. is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I feel like um, I, I've been such a huge fan of exorcist three more so than the first one um i think if you've seen exorcist three especially since joe bob just showed it not that long ago and you want more of that style Mm. ninth configuration you should follow up and watch that and that's on amazon prime yeah Yeah. that is streaming uh 
Oh yeah, Stacy Keach as well. I, I really, oh yeah, his his character is probably like the heart of the film because mm-hmm. he's he's the colonel there who's kind. He's sort of overseeing the patients that are there, and he kind of develops a sort of. I just wanted the stallion though. Friendship the whole time. Just, every time I see him, I'm just with the uh, Scott Wilson's character, the astronaut, and but they have this uh, huge debate in the movie, which is probably like that's where it's like okay, this is. William Peter Blatty doing his thing. Oh yeah. You know, he writes these characters as if he is them. And you, you think that these are the thoughts that he, it's an internal dialogue has to of his struggle. Through. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's a very faith based person. He's a Catholic, was a Catholic. He's dead now. Rest yeah. Peace. But, uh, but yeah, there's this great scene where, uh, uh, cut Shaw, which is Scott Wilson's character in Kane, you know, they're arguing and it's, you know, it's over if something like God exists, you know, or infinite goodness or whatever. Why is there so much evil in the world? And then, you know, he counteracts that with, well, why is there so much good in the world? And mm. it's interesting because that's the kind of stuff that is in the first Exorcist book, like with Father Karras, with that character. Like, it reminded me so much of that because you get into Karis's thoughts in that book and it's low and he's constantly thinking like there's so much bad shit in the world. There's so much evil in the world going on. Why, you know, if there's any sort of spiritual goodness, why, how do you explain all this stuff? And then, like I said, he counteracts that with, well, how do you explain all the good stuff that happens? You know? I mean, that's and, a, and he's like, that's just human nature. You know, we make our own decisions to do bad things. It right. just happens. But I think uh, that's something like, I mean, if you like look at like the, you know, the exorcist, the basis of the exorcist is that this sweet, pure girl became Satan, basically. Yeah. Well, you know, the, a, a demon. And that's like his interaction. How can something so this is a good world? Why is there so much evil or yeah, because vice there were, versa? There yeah. was that scene in the exorcist, which you can only see in the director's cut, which is when. Uh, Father Karras and Father Marin are sitting on the steps. They kind of take a break from the exorcism, and he's like, you know, why this girl? This makes no sense. Right. And then Marin's like, the point is to make us despair, to make us see ourselves as animals and ugly, right. and, you know, to reject the possibility that there is a God or that there is any goodness whatsoever. And But uh, in this movie, he makes a really good case, you know, altruism, you know, like for him, that's his proof that there's some infinite goodness out there. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's really interesting, like getting into those themes and stuff, not to get all preachy about it, but I, I like the way he approaches it. Cause he does it in a way that doesn't really shove it down your throat. Like he, he approaches it from both sides, like of the argument, you know what I mean? It's an educational standpoint. Yeah. yeah he doesn't I mean, seem to have any interest. Yeah. He has a lot of interest in it, but he doesn't have a, a he's not trying to preach. He's not trying to no. preach, but I mean, he wants he clearly wants people to believe, but he's not like, it's not like a Christian movie. If you know what I mean. This, yeah, no, that ninth configuration. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's it's some, funny. Cause you're explaining this really deep stuff because this. like he made, okay. So he suggested I watch it and I watch it. And I'm like, this is batshit crazy. This is hilarious. This is fun. But also because I've seen especially X three, I've seen that multiple times. And I don't think I ever got that movie until I seen I've seen this movie because I feel like it makes sense of all of the the dialogue in Exorcist Three. It really does because yeah. I understand his mindset. It's now. definitely a companion. And it, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, so he's he's like this. This is his thought process, and yeah. this is a better 
this is a more dialogue driven movie with loonies, but yeah. <laughs> and like the other thing is he basically started off as a comedy writer. Like yeah, he did you know one of the Pink Panther films, and mm. he the first half of Ninth Configuration is basically like a satire and then it takes this dark yeah. turn and then it turns into something else full of all these philosophical debates and stuff. And then the great thing, I don't want to spoil anything about the ending, but there is another kind of connection or theme. I don't know, but between that and the exorcist and that's with the Saint medals. So in the exorcist, there's the Saint Joseph medal in the ninth yeah. configuration. There's the Saint Christopher medal. So, Curious about what's going on with that, but I need to rewatch this. Yeah, um, I think you do. It's a fun. Watch. I really, really like this. Movie. I mean, I remember really liking it, and I think I saw it after Exorcist Three. I'm like, yeah, that's that's the highway I want to go down. Is the I honestly I think, a, yeah, like he said, the trilogy is is watching The Exorcist, watching Ninth Configuration, and then watch and Exorcist yeah. Three. That would be a good watch. I think that's Just a, a good trilogy, a good playlist. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there there was an interest interesting interview I was reading or watching today with him. And he was talking about how the exorcist, you know, that approaches it from one way. Ninth configuration is about, you know, the case for goodness. Then he's basically saying exorcist three is the case for evil basically. Yeah, and right. what people are capable of doing when things go wrong. So it's cool. Good. It's cool. All right, so the next one I actually watched on Blu-ray, but it is available on Vudu with ads for free, and that is Blood Games. I remember seeing the cover at the in the horror section in the video store, but I never checked it out. And you know what? I'm kind of I, I think I'm kind of glad I did. Uh, I'm glad I waited. This Blu-ray looks amazing, and I would highly recommend checking it out. Um, it basically has to deal with an all-girl softball team that plays against this home team of just fucking wretched dudes that uh, I think one of them, it, it's his birthday, and basically they beat their fucking asses. And by they, I mean the girls' team beats their fucking asses. Obviously. Humiliates them. Um, because, you know, boys should be able to beat girls. No fucking problem. Oh, it's that kind Yeah, of that, that's, that's the whole thing at play. This is like a total hick Hoosier town that they're in. And, like, I, I forget the dude's name that his birthday it is. It's like Bud or something, but it's like Bud runs the town. His name's Bud? Bud is the what? stud. Did you say Bud? No, Bud. And I don't even think that's really his name in the movie. But <laughs> but It's Bud. But... Bub. But um, anyway, yeah, I, I think it's a very solid little slasher movie that does things a little differently. They uh, one of the girls, her father's the coach. And it's kind of funny because like, I guess the dude's birth. Uh, so the birthday dude, his dad, I think, is more of the tycoon in the town and like he watches his son get beat in this baseball game and he's like you son of a bitch I had $150 riding on this game and you, you lost got beat by a bunch yeah. of girls <laughs> you better take care of this so then they decide oh well, they're gonna figure out how to like rob the team of the money and so it turns into like a reverse siege movie where the girls have to get out on their tour bus 
and get out of this town before oh, okay. yeah, 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 before yeah. the dudes like get real nasty. And it's, some stuff does get nasty. I mean, it's it's a vinegar syndrome Blu-ray, so you should know what you're kind of getting into. But um, yeah, it's kind of like a uh, it, it's a slasher movie, but it's not a slasher movie. It's more like a like I said, a reverse siege film or like a deliverance, you know, kind of backwoods gone bad, but the backwoods aren't really backwoods. It's just a hick town. And uh, these girls just have to fight to get out. Um, there is one character that dies that I think is kind of really shitty. Um, I don't want to reveal who it is because once I, if I talk about why I think it's really shitty, uh, it will be a dead giveaway. But for the most part, I think it's solid. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure most of the girls that are in this movie are playmates or, <laughs> or some sort. They're like mainly models. I mean, so. if 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 they dream to be playmates, I'm they're more like penthouse. I, I'm trying to remember how this all kind of came. Well, no. how, how this movie came. I don't about. know what they're called. And if you're a hustler lady, what are you called? I don't know. Hustless. Uh, hustlerette. Hustler. <laughs> Is that it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they did light pornography. I know we have a hustler club here in St. Louis, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Something. I don't know. It's not open right now. But yeah, there's there's like nobody really big in this movie. Um, it's directed by a woman, Tanya Rosenberg. Oh. Uh, so I thought that was cool um, because she, this is the only movie she directed, but I thought it was cool because I think I watched Slumber Party Massacre 2 again. Which is funny. So, like, I've seen yeah. that twice this year yeah, now. It's, uh, the greatest <laughs> film ever made. You mean? Um, but it was just kind of interesting. I think I went down a rabbit hole of like, oh, let me find women directors of okay. movies that I yeah. don't know about. Plus, you know, this was also from I think my Black Friday haul, or maybe halfway to. I don't. I can't even keep track. I buy a lot hauls. of shit during quarantine. You like, that's a you problem. You like to haul movies. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah, he does. We've made too many purchases. <laughs> Yeah. Not much else to do other than watch movies. So yeah, hence this episode. Buy things, but uh, <laughs> buy, 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 consume. Uh, the the guy who wrote this also wrote some Canadian films like Ghostkeeper, which I think Code Red put out, um, and The Tower, which I always remember seeing the box art of. Uh, but other than that, like not too much else. Um, I I think it's worth a watch, especially since it's on Vudu. Uh, with ads for free, go for it. So that was uh, Blood Games, which you can also get on Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. Uh, my next uh, movie would be Wacko. This is one we watched together. Yes, me and Andy watched this together. It's a uh, it's a spoof, a bit of a satire at times. Yeah, oh yeah, but it, uh, it's basically in line with like student bodies. Sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Maybe even a little bit of like Return of the Killer. Well, uh, not Return of the Killing. Light synopsis would be uh, there's a killer on the loose. He is a lawn mower killer and he wears a pumpkin head. He open. Tell him how he opens the film. That's like my favorite. You can tell it, brother. He comes on screen and it's like all in a black background. And he comes on screen. He's like, it's subtitled because I think his voice is muffled. Because well, he's, he's wearing got a, a pumpkin, on his, pumpkin on his head, and he's like, "Death to all teenagers who fuck." And I'm like, "Okay, you got my attention." Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty golden, and by golden I mean there's a lot of it that doesn't age well. Oh God, no! There's definitely a couple so, of jokes. One of the largest jokes that is made throughout the movie is that this father character 
um, keeps walking in on his daughter undressing. What's or, the gig though? Or like, and what, what's every the... time he comes in, he says, "Oh, I'm just mowing the lawn. Sorry, yeah. don't worry about me. Just mowing the lawn." And he's like he's on a ladder, like doing like kind of almost like the Porky's <laughs> thing, like yeah. or any of the anyways. So the synopsis is their killer on the loose detective, which is the uh, what's the actor's name? John Doe Baker. Yeah. So he's the main character, and he's here to basically wait. Did I say that? Joe right? Don Baker. Do- Joe Don Baker. To this is like a repeat killing. This has happened a couple of years yeah. ago or something, and so he's there to finally crack down on this lawnmower killer. He's basically spoofing John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah. So they, sp- but they spoof a ton of movies for sure. It, it's like. Yeah, a little bit of like Exorcist vibes. There's a little bit of the um, Halloween, but yeah, I mean it's it's totally worth a watch. It's very silly. Um, yeah, some of the jokes don't work. Some of them, at all. some of them hit. It out but of I will though. say, if you want to get, you know, uh, you know, not get together, but you know, <laughs> if well, if, if you, you have a social bubble that you hang out with and you're gonna pound some beers, this is a good one to put. Or, on. or you know, if if you got uh, Amazon Prime, which is where this is on, yeah. you can do Amazon's watch party. Yeah, and but it's a party. Just watch. get drunk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely it is a group watch, but just make sure you do it safely. Yes, Patrick, I watched the Exorcism of Emily Rose recently. Which I have not seen this into the uh, I think since the theater. I don't know if I've ever seen it. So I think it's really good because you know me, I'm kind of picky when it comes to possession movies because post Exorcist there there's a lot of bad a ones. lot of good ones. There <laughs> right. really aren't very many good ones because usually they're, fucking beyond the door. Come on, <laughs> I've just, I've never there seen aren't it. a lot. That's on Prime too. There aren't a lot of effective ones. There aren't like because uh, they'll usually like go over the top with like CGI or sure. Fast cuts. There's no like atmosphere to them whatsoever. But right. I, I think uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose is good because uh, number one, it it's based on a real case, much like The Exorcist. This is the uh, based on the Exorcism of Annalise Michelle, if I'm saying that right. That's wow. one of uh, Scott Derrickson's early films. Yep. I mean, he's gotten pretty big. Oh, you know the director of Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, uh, Sinister, right? Sinister, yeah. yeah. Oh, I liked Sinister, yeah. But uh, you I know, like, it's funny. The effects make sense now, yeah, because the effects in, in Emily Rose are kind of like the effects in some Sinister too. It kind <laughs> of, it, but and it's kind of a. Uh, I, I, I what I like about it is you know it's based on that case and it actually did turn into a big courtroom drama because you know the priest was basically, I think he was convicted. Because he was, people thought he was responsible for her death. What's a what during the exorcism? What's the general general like synopsis of the so film? So the though? synopsis of the movie, uh, I mean, it's fictionalized because they renamed the character and they put her in modern times. Sure. And it's wait, wasn't there another movie that was also based on that case? Uh, I'll look it up. You keep okay. Going. Sorry, but um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it, it takes a new spin on it because most of the movie takes place basically in the courtroom Mm. and the priest is getting interviewed and it's told a lot through flashbacks and the, his lawyer, you know, she's defending him and it's Laura Linney and I really like Laura. Oh yeah, I do too. She's always good. Absolutely. Mothman prophecies. One of my favorites. It's a good film. uh, She uh, kind of starts to let her guard down and 
starts to believe in it as weird things start happening to her. Like she'll start like waking up at three o'clock in the morning and you know, the priest is warning her like, you know, that's evil spirits waking you up. And things like huh. That. It's interesting. I'm going to have to ask you why you're talking about this right now. Cause I just remembered something. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, what I like about it is it, it, actually does get creepy when it goes to those flashbacks because it's not like I, you know uh, as far as exorcism films go I think there's uh, I, think, I think it was Roger who said this he's like those kind of movies are more frightening when it's told by somebody who believes in it and that's the great thing about the exorcist is Friedkin and Blatty believe in it Scott Derrickson said he believes in it and I think when you believe that ghosts or demons or whatever, well, because you can make a so this case, Annalisa Mikkel, I think it's Mikkel. I don't know. Uh, One of us got think, it right. I hopefully, think, I think that's her. But um, wasn't this the first exorcism to be caught on audio tape? Yeah. So if you go to YouTube, you can actually listen to the clips, and it it actually is pretty freaky <laughs> to listen to. And the movie I was thinking of where they made it was uh, called Requiem. It was from 2006. It's like a uh, German film. But um, no, the reason why I wanted to ask you, why did this pop on your radar recently? So why did it pop up recently? Um, Because this would be a weird coincidence. Okay. Uh, I I mean, I mainly just wanted to watch it. Okay. So it, no, it, it, it's been a long time okay. since I've seen it. So <laughs> because you know this is tied in with Public Image Limited. How so? Okay. So first issue, the debut album from Public right, Image Limited, yeah, great album, has a song called Annalisa that's about this case. I didn't know that was actually. Now about you know. Dun, 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 dun. So what you're saying is. It's because okay. you were wearing the public li- I- uh, image limited shirt, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I bet yeah. you, I bet so, you, this is what did it. No, I okay. Mean, I mean, hardware is what kind of kicked that off. Bit, oh, okay. But, uh, hardware. That's a great movie. Yeah, but uh, oh man, so d- does that mean it's okay to put that song on a Halloween mix if I really wanted to? Could be the the ending song if we wanted it. What was the other one we were going to do? Horror exactly. Party Beach? Horror. Yeah, That's we'll do Harder. Okay. okay. But anyway, I really recommend it. It's on... Uh, it's on... Tubi? Hulu, actually. Oh, Hulu and, has and it? Okay. it's on Prime. And uh, Tom Wilkinson, he plays the priest. I really like that actor. He... I don't know if he's really been in a lot lately, but he... Yeah, he, he kind of dropped off a little he bit. He was... He had a lot of good parts for a while, and... In a row, it seemed, but like in the early two thousands. But um, yeah, creep yourself out. Watch it. Creep yourself out. Yeah, I just watched. I watched the possession, which I realized I hadn't seen. Also, that wasn't very That's good. good. I haven't watched. So, it. I know. Oh, oh, you brought up a good point the other day, and you said Last Exorcism was pretty good. So yeah, I guess that's another exception. Yeah, that's, that's good. I yeah, think the Last Exorcism is ugh, Last Exorcism is probably one of the better found footage. Mm, exorcism. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now's uh oh no, it's me. Yep, Fuck. your turn again. All right. Um, I actually wanted to talk about horror of Party Beach. Uh, this is another one that I got through Severin on Blu-ray, but it is totally available. You know, I you would think I pay for all these wonderful streaming services and I could save money and not buy these Blu-rays, but uh, motherfucker doesn't learn. So. Yeah, I'll be honest. <laughs> Most of the time, I'll say I watch something. And he's like. 
well, how did you watch it? I was like, oh, we're streaming. He's like, oh, I bought the I'm Blu- such an old I already man. pre-ordered the Blu-ray. And I'm like, yeah, well, you could just, you've never seen it. Why don't you not blind buy? I'm doing that with a, a movie that's on my list. What, Mikey? Uh, no, well, Mikey for sure. Yeah, yeah, because I was going to just fucking buy it. But uh, Horror of Party Beach um, is put on Prime. So if you have Prime, you can watch it that way, or you can buy the Severn Blu-ray, which looks great. Um looks way better than the trailer that it really had, it looks so good in but, comparison. uh it's a fun it's a fun beach horror movie about like this monster that looks like he has hot dogs in his mouth it does. <laughs> he's like a supersized creature from the black lagoon with goofy eyes as well <laughs> but uh it's a lot it's just a cheap latex rubber suit monster beach movie and a- after we finished it i'm like you know what i need to buy my blu-ray of Psycho Beach Party, because I love that movie, too. But uh, I will say, I think if you're going to watch this one, or if you're curious about it and you don't want to buy the Severn Blu-ray, definitely check it out on a Saturday or Sunday morning. I feel like it's a fun movie to wake up to. Uh, I think the biggest complaint is that it does kind of ditch the beach party aspect about yeah, halfway was, through that was my complaint it's like it's so much fun and then all of a sudden it's just like you're watching it feels like watching a godzilla movie it's yeah. like a slow dialogue driven and yeah. then there's some action at the end i love the songs but it, but it yeah, does, the beginning, but the beginning <laughs> it was so talks much about fun. some like political and like uh environmental poli- uh, yeah. stuff they, in, they in they the get movie. Into, 1970 i mean not I not as heavy as like yeah, uh gojira yeah, or anything yeah there's uh there's pollution yeah. Don't yeah. throw your trash in <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah, again, that's on Prime, and I think it's a nice wake-up watch. Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. I remember I saw that I was like 10 years old and, at uh, Disney World because they have this really cool restaurant, and it's called the Sci-Fi Diner. Wow. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically set up like... You know what Ronnie's room. had? With their driving, like their cars and stuff, yeah, they definitely copied it off of somebody who went to Walt Disney. World. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it, it's so cool. Because you go inside the restaurant and there's like this dome, and it looks like there's stars, stars, and, stuff. and they have fiber optics. Yeah, and your your tables are inside these cars, and you're eating dinner, watching this screen that's just showing clips, trailers and shit. Yeah, old beam. Oh, I like that. Yeah, they they show you're talking about. They used to do that at. uh, There was another place when I was living in Texas that was like almost like a showbiz or Chuck E. Cheese, but it had like its own little dining room where you had like the cars and the big screen. Was it the Incredible Pizza Company? It might. It's. It might have been that. Actually, I mean, that's still around. That. Something like but, that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, like they they showed that trailer, and I remember as a kid, I was like, "This looks great. This looks right. amazing." And uh, yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, cool. Good old time. Um, next movie. Oh, I guess my final movie. I'm talking about. Um, it's uh, Mikey, which is another gym, and I'm actually watching the trailer right now. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> So Mikey Yeah, the is, tagline. The tagline. Before there was Freddy. Before there was Jason. Mikey. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. But it's got Ashley Lawrence from Hellraiser. Yes, it does. Um, uh, well, actually, this, it stars the kid from Blank Check. If anyone ever has seen the Disney movie Blank Check from the 90s, I feel like this kid actually did What's this. What's that? I was never a child. I just uh, watched so Blank Check was a... a <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know exactly oh, what okay. it is. <laughs> So actually, if you get hit by a car and a man gives you a blank check, you can write out a million dollars. Now, anyways, so this movie is uh, 
rare for me because I'm not a huge fan of 90s schlock. Like, you know, like the... Uh, yeah. But uh, this is rare because I I was a big fan of The Good Son when I was a kid. And uh, this is like The Good Son, except but sleazier. for... Uh, but But like, absolutely sleazy. It's not as classy. Very gory. Just... Everything about it is perfect 90s, like what you want in a 90s horror movie. <laughs> um, you know what? This is going to make me want to watch this. And The Good Son is a double feature. Yeah, I think it would be a good double feature with that. Um, but the, I'll give you a backstory. So Mikey is a, a, a child who was adopted by foster parents. He, uh, I'm not, I'm, I mean, it's in the trailer, so I'm not going to ruin it. But he, he kills his foster parents. So he is transferred to a new family. And they are not told that he had his parents had been killed because he covered it up, and it, they thought it was just a murderer who killed his original parents, yeah. his foster parents. So, you know, unknown killer and poor kid. We got to get him a new family and let him forget his past. Right. And so this new family and they're great, and he starts out and he's happy. He's the the ultra perfect kid, and and the cracks start showing. And he just gets <laughs> creepier and creepier, showing. and he becomes infatuated with his friend, who's his neighbor's older sister. And of course, she's got a boyfriend who's coming over when uh, he's not supposed to sneaking up. And you know what it is? Uh, Mikey is, was actually before Good Son, was it? Yeah, okay. by a well, year. <laughs> That's wild. Wow. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's got it's actually got. Oh some, fuck! I fucked up on the tagline. Decent, decent action. Um, well, I know one of the lines he says is like, <laughs> what, what is the tagline? The tagline is, remember, Jason and Freddie were kids once, too. Ooh. <laughs> What's funny is they spell Freddie with an I-E. I guess they, did, they didn't want to get sued. Um, but one, <laughs> one of the funny things about it is the constant use of the idea of things being plugged in, thrown into water. It <laughs> happens like five times in the movie. Like, whoa, he's throwing the radio in. There goes the hair dryer. Okay, oh, Mikey, no. Ghost in the Machine, so and the of, Good Son. Got it. Literally, like, yeah. Like, and they explain it. Like, they have right. to explain it. Like, if you throw this in, <laughs> it'll be like an electric you know how an electric right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love that artwork. But, uh... Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so yeah, it's it, if you want something just fun to watch about killer kids, that, that I suggest Mikey. It is streaming on Amazon Prime. I believe it was also released on Blu-ray recently. Yeah, um, MVD Marquee yeah. or yeah. the MVD group put when it out. You first told me about it. You said like you said it's basically a reversal of the stepfather in a way. Well, that's the thing. Actually, yeah. I th what I think is a perfect triple feature would be, you don't even need to triple, but watching Mikey and then the stepfather, because it's basically about uh, a foreign family member just entering a situation, feeling normal, and then you, all the cracks start yeah, showing. and then you go from like one Very family, similar movies. Very similar. Yeah. Okay, but if you're going to do that, you need to do Mikey, the stepfather, and the good son. Why? Because the stepfather... And the good son are directed by the same man, Joseph really? Rubin. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, Joseph Rubin. Well, you know everything. So. He also directed Dreamscape, which I kind of forgot he did that. Oh. <laughs> and Sleeping with the Enemy. Hey, better late than never, but <laughs> I watched The Haunting of Hill House. On Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah, the Netflix series. Which I 
what was that I, like two years ago that came out? It came out in 2018. <laughs> 2018. And, I'm just yeah, playing it, with you. So it came oh, out. Oh, shit. Was that sequel supposed to come out this year? I mean, I think it's filmed, I right? Oh, I'll look. I'll look it up while you talk. There's an Adam Sandler Halloween movie coming out this year. Oh, in Netflix. I well, know. I mean, that might if, be fun. <laughs> if it was like Uncut Gems, is it Click 2? No, I think it's called like, uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's something funny. But <laughs> One Crazy uh, Night? <laughs> hey. it takes place in Salem. I know that much, but anyway, oh, cool. uh, oh. haunting of Hill House, Sandler's Sa- Salem <laughs> Sillies, Salem Sillies, yeah, Silly Symphonies, Sandler and Salem and Silly. But um, yeah, like the first time I tried to watch Haunting of Hill House in 2018 when it first came out, it took me a while to get into it, and I kind of stopped because I was like, it's so blue and i don't know if that makes sense but because like it starts off depressing and it's, like, and it's just very dark yep. and like it's very dark blue looking and i was just like i gotta be in the mood to watch this oh fuck and it's a it's an afternoon watch yeah yeah and but i've always thought that about the haunting okay fair enough because it but, is a depressing film that's not what I meant by blue. Oh, anyway. what do you mean? Like the color blue? Like the color yeah. blue. Oh, like anyway. dark and blue. I see a but, lot of blue. Yeah. There, I mean, but, but, so I, you know, I, I started kind of getting back on a Mike Flanagan kick because he uh, directed the series, created the series, and it, based on the book, of course. But I, uh, you know, as Dr. Sleep came out last year, this year I rewatched it, you know, after... I've watched the Blu-ray a few times now, and I was like, okay, I ne- I really need to just force myself to watch this show. And then after I got past the first episode, I got enthralled because it's it it becomes you get so uh, captivated by the characters because it's you know the drama of this family that's dealing with their past of living in this house, and Henry Thomas is so good as the father and the flashbacks and it, you, it just keeps you guessing as it goes. And I have to say, these are probably some of the creepiest ghosts I've seen on screen in a long time. Did you play the count the ghost scenes? No, I did not do that. You know, there's like a ghost in at least every episode. Yeah. I mean, I, I know they creep. Actually, but was it every episode or every scene? There's something like that. There's there's hidden ghosts everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So so, it's, so in that case, even if you already watched it, it's a couple years old. Maybe it's worth watching again. I'm not picking on you, dude. I I I thought this show. No, no, that's not what I meant. Oh, I'm just saying maybe it's worth another watch. I I I want to rewatch. I was going to rewatch it this Halloween season. If yeah. if if the new one's not. Yeah, I still need to coming. listen to my final. So yeah. I my thing is the haunting was the scariest movie I'd ever seen as a kid, and yeah. it was like one of my Wait, favorite. Clarify movies. which one? Uh, the the <laughs> no, not the one with the Wilson brother. Ninety <laughs> nine. Well, I will say though, that's what introduced me to the haunting because I remember seeing that in theaters. I saw that in theaters too. No, it's not very good, but it's it, funny. It, Introduced me to it at least, and Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> I don't know, no, but I I watched the Haunting classic, the Haunting, nineteen sixty whatever, sixty eight. I yeah, think. it's still affected. Uh, scared the shit out of me as a kid, and I watched it constantly. It was a Sunday afternoon watch, so I can make sure and go outside after yeah. I was done, so I wouldn't be scared the rest of the day. 
Um, and then I read the book early on, I would say when I was in my teenage years. And then I've reread it just recently after we, we watched the season and, uh, the differences, his ability to take that, even the book as good as it is to take that book and expand on it with this drama, this family structure, modern day family, uh, drama. It's incredible. He took the story added shits shit ton of shit like i mean like it's it's so expansive and i i have no idea what do you do for season two like that's what i'm saying like i'm excited this is all gonna be fresh yeah so i i think his ability to take that story make it into a modern family drama that people enjoy you know it's it's incredible and the scenes the 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 everything about it was shot like you said, blue. I just think everything just looked aged, and yeah, and you like you a lot said, of dull greens you, and stuff like said, that too. You said it's expansive, but a Netflix subscription is only like ten bucks, right? Yeah. Are you making a joke? I don't get it. Expansive. It's expansive. Oh my god, Sorry. you're so funny. <laughs> Oh, okay. but I mean, it's All just right. a simple anyway, story. No, it's great. But like going back to like when I reread the book, and I was like, oh, they used this, but they used it in a completely different, different way. Yeah, yeah. They took this part of the story cool. and made it into this. And like, I actually plan on rereading that. Yeah. How, this, so this year. how different is the book from it's the completely film? different? I mean, the, the original film. It's, it's complete. Uh, then the original film, it's very the haunting film is true to form to the book. Yeah. Okay. They do not include a lot of the details, but right. they do use the details that he left that they left out in the original movie in the he show. He repurposes them. But uses them in a completely different way, like yeah, Cup yeah. of Stars. Like that's something that's just random. It's a thing that they just notice about the cup that she's drinking in the in her tea out of. It has nothing to do with anything. But they use it in the show yeah. as a big emphasis. Yeah. And it's just little things like that. They he picked from the book to add to this, also incorporated the movie. Yeah. So it was just like this man loved this story, yeah. like I did, and that's why I think that for me it was like when it came out, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is phenomenal, dude!" I couldn't imagine this being good. It's I, I thought every actor in it really did a great job, and it's just the emotional center of the story is what. Yeah, I think I spent most of my childhood being like, "Man, I can't wait! I hope that they redo this someday in like modern and make it scarier or yeah. something." Yeah. And then of course the. The Liam Neeson version came out, and it was it was not what no, I thought. Awful. It was right. yeah, and it's you know they use all that CGI, which I'm not a hater on CGI, it's, but that was it's ear- coming the Blu-ray. That yeah. was early CGI, and it was like Mummy days. Like it, it we weren't we weren't technologically there to be showing no. all those the Hugh Crane but at ghosts least it and introduce some people to that original film. Who I'm telling you, man, has not have seen it. I, I saw it in I, theaters. I like that. Original. I was all about it. All right. Wait, you've seen the original in theaters? No, I saw the the remake in theaters. The ninety nine. I was there with you. I was oh, in the same theater. Me. Okay, I've seen both of them. I remember in the theater. you. I, re- <laughs> I remember. Hello, little boy. <laughs> hey, you like Chucky? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh boy. All right. Um, I guess the last thing I'm going to be talking about is Killer Camp. Yes. The CW show, which it isn't really a CW show. It's actually... When did it air? From the BBC. Uh, in the BBC, it aired around Halloween time. 
here it aired, I don't know, June? Did it air in June? Yeah. Um, you can actually download this on the CW, or you can watch it on the CW app. So you do have to get the app to watch this, but from what I understand, it is completely free. So I would recommend it. Basically, it is, uh, what's that show you you like? So it's basically Love Island. Love Island. Ah. Right. I have never seen Love Island. Really? It's basically Love Island, except for, cra- for they don't crack on. What is this accent, sir? Crack on? Crack on. What's I watch a lot of Love Island, dude. That's how they talk. So, I so swear. It's, it's, love, it's Love Island. In Friday the 13th, basically. Okay. And it's a slasher. One of the means. A slasher television series. It's a reality show where they compete. And uh, if you win, like these little mini games, then you get immunity. But everybody else is fair game, basically. And it comes down to uh, bonfire. And they start talking about the story. And two people get chosen to leave they get voted out kind of like survivor as well well. i like a good love story and then two people go out on separate paths and one of them is going to return and one of them's not and they get killed off i will say that this movie is or this this series is bloody it it does not really hold back a lot. So wait, th- this is a series. So it's a series. Yeah. It's a short series too. How many it episodes? is five, I think. So it is a download this app on a Sunday afternoon when you're hanging out. Watch it. In there one it sitting. is, right there. It is okay. addictive, and I'm talking. I watch all of the garbage television. I do. I get sucked into watching reality television a lot. This is take reality television and then. The the storytelling in it is just so amped up, and by the end, it leaves it you hanging with like fun. a cliffhanger. It looks fun. that you didn't expect from a show that's so you know simple. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a reality television show. How good is the story writing going to? Phenomenal, phenomenal. I was left with goosebumps. Yeah, um, I I think it's a lot of fun, and it, like I said, yeah, you do have to download an app, the CW app. Maybe you already have it. I'm not sure. But if you don't, download it. Give it a watch. I think it's so much fun, um, especially if you're a Friday the 13th fan. I think you'll dig it. Yeah, because it's basically, you know, like murder mystery kind of games, like that kind of thing. Everyone's playing a character, and but one of them's the killer, and it's that kind of that's that kind of a game, but you're watching it through five episodes, and they do very they do a very good job with the 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 CGI, so you actually see these people die. Yeah, when oh, they wow. die, yeah, That's cool. it's pretty cool, and they give like a backstory for like how they died. Really? Yeah, okay. it's pretty funny. That sounds awesome. Yeah, Patrick, you would love it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's kind of like some of our best picks of what we've been watching during the quarantine. Again, we hope everybody's staying safe out there. Um, we're going to have some Fantasia covered coverage on the site here. Uh, it, hopefully, there should be a couple of movies on the website being reviewed. Patrick has an awesome St. Louis uh, Things to Do in St. Louis during Halloween article that I would highly recommend uh, reading. I'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, and you go you go into detail about making sure that there's like safety regulations. Like- Things like that, yeah, too, don't you? Yeah, I kept that in mind. There were some things I would have included that I didn't, but, you know, I wanted to make sure that these actually did have social distancing options. Yeah. yeah. Places where you could be safe as long as you're responsible. Absolutely. Wear a mask and 
Cool. Wash those hands. All right. Niles, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me at Instagram at Niles Maddox 22. Nils Buttocks. Nils Buttocks. Patrick. Instagram at Paddock and Skywalker. It's two T's. Two uh, T's. And Twitter at Max Rebo Rules. And you can find me at T R I E F Y, that's Treefy, on Twitter, Instagram, whatever else. We were previously playing Fall Guys on PSN, so you could find me on there. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the close of that, we got the song from uh, Horror Party Beach. Zombie Stomp. The Zombie Stomp. Anyway, thank you all. Uh, hopefully we'll be back uh, sooner and later. How about that? Yeah, we'll be sooner. Okay. For sure. All right. Thanks again. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Bye.